Hey everybody, it's just you and me right now. <laughs> How's your day? I hope it's going well. It's going pretty good for me. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hope and assume that your day's going well as well. Well as well. Well as well. It's a, it's an odd sentence, isn't it? Kind of strange, but yeah, it's snowing today, which is not unusual, but. It is unpleasant. Next week, it's going to be in the 50s, so we're not going to have to worry about snow, which is great. You know, it's a real shame that me being left alone with my thoughts immediately goes to the weather. You'd think I could come up with something much better than that, but here we are, talking about the weather. Yeah. Hey. Oh, hey, John. <laughs> hey, I'm back. <laughs> when did you walk in? I, I don't know. I, I just... I just... <laughs> I just—I don't know. I just appeared here. <laughs> well, I, I've been here the whole time, man. John, you've I been mumbling you, to yourself about the I, weather. I told you to stop materializing <laughs> in my room. Ah, darn! I forgot. Well, this is your room, I guess. Well, it's your old room, my old room, but my new podcast and music editing room. Yeah, it's your room. So, hello, everybody. It's me, Andrew. It's me. Hi, Linky Bones. I'm Moore. the problem. It's me. At any <laughs> time, everybody agrees. Ansley. <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor Swift quarter Ansley. That's right. Uh, John, uh, you know, it's been a minute since we've minute. seen each other. You know, in a minute. Been a minute. I'm Anita. Send no, 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 man no, no, woman no. to pump me up. Feeling fussy walking in my Balenciennes. What? <laughs> I think that's the word. It's like a brand of shoe Trying to bring something? out the fabulous. Huh. It's a TikTok sound from like over a year ago. I don't yeah. know. I don't understand music, like pop music. They'll just string a bunch of words they don't, together. They, I see my favorite type of music, words with depth. <laughs> the deepest of The meanings. deepest of words. The thickest of meanings. The thickest of meanings. Yeah, that's what I look for in music. <laughs> Thick meanings. Yeah, that's what I like too. Yeah, no, not shallow mm. meanings. Thick meanings. Yeah. John... John- <laughs> John, you should hey, ask Andrew. me. You how should you ask me if there's anything going on. Hey, Andrew, is there life. anything going how's, on in how, your how life? How am I doing? How you doing? I'm I'm doing good, John. Thanks, that, hey, I'm, thanks for I'm glad I asked. You know, you want to know something? I do. I got a I got a elite wedding present. Last a late week. wedding? Was it from me? No, no, oh, okay. no. Okay, no, I'm no, like no. I don't remember doing this. So no, it maybe was I'm not. Materialized. It's uh, a <laughs> again. <laughs> it was from my mother-in-law. Um. I she got Shelby and I we she got me a Keurig. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think about Keurigs, John? <sighs> Listen, Andrew. You can be honest. Listen, um I think they are a convenient way to make small amounts of coffee. Uh yeah. And they it's the right choice for some people. Not for everyone. That was the most like politically correct advertisement I've ever heard. <laughs> you just a man walks on stage with a curing and he's like, I'll be honest with you, not everybody needs this. I think I think it's the right choice for some people. Yeah. That yeah, like yeah. that that single person that is not a multiple cup drinker. Sure, sure. Or they just use it to fill their to go cup and yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's the right choice for some people, but I think most people are gonna drink yeah. multiple cups of coffee. Well, and you've just recently started making coffee at home. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Which, speaking of that, yeah, I need to buy bigger filters. 
Have, do you have the small ones? I, I, they, I bought the size that was in the aisle that looked like the right size. Yeah. They're, they're too short, though. Rookie mistake. It's, it, listen, <laughs> I, I'm 25. I bought my first ever coffee pot this year. It's And it's, so I've, I've hacked the system because I Googled what to do in this situation. And I'm using paper towels around the filter to bridge oh, that gap so the okay. grounds don't go over the sides and get into oh, my coffee. Okay. So I'm still going to use all those filters, right. but when I've used all of them, I'm going to go get bigger ones. Yeah. Well, that's and that's unless you're experienced in getting coffee filters, if you go into that aisle with the coffee filters, there's like 8 or 9 different sizes. Some of them are like brown. Some of them are reusable. I feel like there's just so the brown many. ones seem too biodegradable to me, and I feel like they just fall apart. Yeah, but it's probably just the brown color that gives me that vibe. I've never used a brown paper filter before, but every time I look at them, I just kind of assume that they would dissolve. Yeah, into my coffee <laughs> faster than a. Oh, I'm sorry. That was, that, that was a huge leap. That was a huge leap. Dissolve faster than my. <laughs> no, no, no. Say <laughs> so you can't cut any of that out. Yeah, but no, I uh. we got the Keurig, and before before owning a Keurig, my opinion on coffee from Keurigs was that it was always just really like weak, watery coffee, and I like my coffee to taste like coffee mm-hmm. you know like i don't want to drink tea you want that coffee to have a, a you know a set of bones to stand up with a yeah. skeleton of its own i want it to have walk wanted, around in your stomach i wanted to feel knock like, on your door say hey it's <laughs> me walk on your stomach <laughs> i kind of just glazed over that my mind rationalized it was like yeah that's right that's how people walk on their stomachs dude did you know that the human body has exactly enough bones in it to create <laughs> one human skeleton. Whoa. I know. That's crazy, man. I know. When I found that out, mind blown. Mind blown? Yeah. No, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but like, I want my coffee to have a little bit of punch to it. Like a little bit of zest. Yeah. Not, a little bit of spice in not, it. Not, not like a slap. I want to feel gut punched. But Have you that, ever thought about adding spices to your coffee? Like, I have. Like cayenne pepper. I've not added cayenne, but I've added cinnamon. Uh, way to take it from alpha, <laughs> past beta. <laughs> you, dude, you went all the way to omega. <laughs> all the way to sigma. <laughs> yeah, no, no, si- sigma is better. Obviously. Than, Obviously. Than cinnamon yeah. in your coffee. Sigmund. Sig- Sigmund Sig- Freud. Sigmund, Sigmund Freud. What do you know about Sigmund Freud, John? No idea. Okay. Is He's that the dude with the Freudian slip? Is that the he, same guy? Yes, I believe that's derived wow. from him. Then that's the only thing I know. Yeah, no, he's a he was a psychiatrist. He had a lot of weird and wacky theories yeah, about the he human tried to mind. Put cinnamon and coffee, I bet. Yeah, you should look him up sometime and really get an idea of who he was as a person because he was a little bit out there by uh, conventional standards. So, right. but yeah, I but mean, yeah, but coffee, Keurigs, Keurigs. Um, yes, I would say that I, having had it for a week. I have used it probably like seven or eight times. Okay. So it's definitely grown on me because of the convenience, I think. Yeah. And it does taste better than it did originally. So I don't know if it's just my brain like saying, listen, Andrew, you you own this now. You might as well like it. (laughs) 
which maybe that's what it's like being a parent. Oh, they're gonna be like, maybe that's what marriage is like. Like, hold up. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's terrible. <laughs> you don't own somebody I'm in marriage, sorry. John. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. I thought that's where you were going, and I was about to be like, Andrew, no. We were, we are, we are literally walking on the same path. We were at a crossroads, and I was like, let's take it down a path where you're like, oh, you got a kid. Might as well, you know, like the kid, which is not a good joke, <laughs> but it's it's not as bad as what you said. <laughs> so you took the right crossroads. I took the left crossroads. Yeah. And at the end, we still meet somewhere here it's in the middle. It's like that trolley problem, but instead it's it's your wife and a baby. <laughs> is the baby mine? No, the, the baby's driving the trolley. <sighs> where am I? <laughs> We're on the tracks. We're also on the tracks. Yes. So it's a choice between you and me getting ran over, yeah, and or my Shelby wife and the getting baby ran are getting. Over. Not that there is a baby. My wife's on the trolley. <laughs> yeah, your wife and the baby are both on the trolley. So it's just you and I on the train. <laughs> yes. And do I pull the lever that makes it avoid running us over? No, the baby's in charge. Ooh. And we have to try to taunt the baby to make it try to kill the other person. Who's the other person? You. I'm on one set of tracks. Oh, I thought we were You're together. On, no, we're on separate sets of tracks. Okay. And we have to try to convince the baby to not kill us. Okay. And see, you went with the route of taunting. I would try to go with the route of, like, baby talk and be like, oh. I think he would also see that as taunting. Oh, you little baby. <laughs> oh, you don't want to pull a lever now, do no, you, baby? Babies don't understand sarcasm like that. This is a very, oh, you're calling the baby stupid. He's obviously going to hit you now. This is just a conversation that you and I are having on the tracks <laughs> as the train's approaching. <laughs> and my wife's like, y'all got to make up your mind. <laughs> Wait, so does Shelby have a vote in this? Is she trying to convince the baby to run me over so you can live? Hmm. But the baby is me from the past. <laughs> Remember that <laughs> night when we went on a walk? We went on like a three mile walk. Oh yeah, at like two o'clock in the morning. That was fun. That was fun, and also something you can only do as a single man. Honestly, honestly. like we're in a small town. Don't get me wrong, but and I guess I was, I was dating, but it's different between dating and being married because if you're like, if you called me up at like twelve o'clock at night and said, "Hey Andrew, let's go on a you, walk," let's go on a walk, and I'd be like, "Okay," I'd like roll over to my wife and be like, "Hey." I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go on a walk with John. She's gonna be like, "Is he okay? Like, does he have any issues going on in his life right now?" And I'll be like, "No, he just just wants to go on a walk." She'd be like, "Right now, at twelve o'clock at night?" I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. She'd be like, "No." <laughs> what do you think? That'd be a terrible idea. And I'd be like, "We're gonna cross some train tracks." Yeah, and then you'd be like, "Man, I'm I'm about mm-hmm. to switch places with you on these tracks mm-hmm. and have the baby run you over." You know, let me go. Exactly, full circle. <laughs> like that's not something you do when you're married. Oh my goodness, do you remember? Okay, they, I think this is where you were going. Yeah, you were, yeah, you yeah. were going here the entire time, and I just got where you were going. Perfect. You hopped on the train tracks with me. So, how did we even get started on this in the first place? Well, we were, again, it was like, it was, it was late. Two-ish. It was like 1 30. We, we walked out of town, and we were walking on, we were on our way walking back into town. Yeah, because it was about to start raining. Yeah. It was, it started to rain. It had already. started to rain. And we were like, we need to hoof it. But we're walking back and it's like 140 ish. We're like 20 minutes away from the house. And we hear like a train whistle coming. 
like the horn of everything and we're and i don't one of us suggested like oh what if the train like came off the tracks and started like coming towards us and we're like following us yeah we're like that'd be really freaky and like we started walking faster (laughs) because we're we're like whichever the other one was was like and what if it's us driving the train i think that was following us probably i think that was you but it's like us from the future following mm -hmm. current us in a train that can go off the tracks right and at this point we were like maybe 10 minutes from the house and we were like i was like that's like that's a really creepy idea to think and then every time the train horn blasted it just it was getting closer and closer so at like at two o'clock in the morning your mind begins to play tricks on yeah you. and i think we had both been up for quite a while we, at that point. yeah we'd been up for at least 18 to 20 hours which isn't ridiculous but with a full day of work mm-hmm. and everything going so yeah like the it sound it was getting closer because it was going yeah. through town but it did sound like it was like right behind us and i was like we were both in agreement like we need to go home yeah quickly. for some reason we both thought this was a weird enough idea that it just might be true and, and we know, knew it was false we knew it was false but it was fun it was to be scared it was fun to be scared that's the safest i've felt scared in a while because i was there holding your hand the whole time (laughs) thank you andrew i feel safe in your arms too (laughs) john you know hey everybody it's just you and me right now if you think about it a podcast is kind of like cooking it is yeah because we got all these different topics going on you gotta and too many hands spoil the soup is that the phrase whoa <laughs> let me just say john you're wrong <laughs> uh, too many chefs spoil the ham <laughs> you're getting closer is too many chefs honey hams no <laughs> okay no okay it's... no no many chefs make light soup you're you're in you're on a road okay so there's 13 it's a trolley problem on one hand there's seven chefs the other road there's a pot of soup life with you is like a roller (laughs) that's we're not at that segment (laughs) (laughs) oops i hit the wrong button Okay, the trolley problem is a philosophical thought experiment that poses a moral dilemma, and there is no one correct answer to it. Mm. Disagree. <laughs> what, what's what's your correct answer, Andrew? Now that you've 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 disagreed, I'm glad you asked. you got to provide me with some facts and logic. Oh well, if it's the option between one person dying or seven people dying, pick the seven high score. It, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. You're going at a different way. Okay. No. My thinking has always been the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, which, you know, take that as you will, but... Um, okay, so it's seven strangers, but one shall be. Go. See, needs, that's... Needs of the many outweigh the needs yeah, of the few? Yeah. Ah. That's the problem. That's why it's always, like, complete strangers. Yeah, true, true, true. If you do it completely in the sense of a stranger then I think that you can say, you can rationalize it yeah. enough to be able to be like, oh yeah, you pick the one because, you know, there's seven people, there's seven families. You know, if they're married, that's their spouse, seven spouses mourning their husbands and wives or what, you know, 
The one person, <clears throat> sing, the one single mother of ten. Oh, father died in World War Two. See, that's tricky. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the only way I can answer that. The seven people, all, all bank robbers, all bank robbers, <laughs> supposed to be in prison, but they escaped. Yeah, and, that's and are planning on mugging this lady. But then, who are you to judge? Right, you know, you huh? without sin, pull huh? the first lever. Yeah. Let ye who is without sin pull the first lever. So the lever. correct answer, don't do anything. The correct answer. Don't uh, pull any levers. Ooh, that is that is the third answer. Would you pick the third answer of not doing anything? Um, I've never been on a trolley. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, I've never been on a trolley, so it's kind of bold of you to assume that I would ever be on one when Listen, my whole life has proven I've never been on one. I, I've never been on a trolley either, but you're not on the trolley. You're standing to the side of the road oh i <laughs> you always assume you were on the trolley <laughs> yeah no 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 no. you're you you pull oh in that case i blow lever. up the trolley there's four options now apparently <laughs> correct answer i blow up the trolley oh, correct whoever answer. was about to run over people deserves to die okay 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 um <laughs> that's the, just... that's the only correct answer <sighs> And then I hunt down who tied those people to the tracks. They're going to die, too. I'm going to put them on a second trolley, blow it up, too. I like it. (laughs) It's called the trolley solution. The trolley solution is that you somehow stop the trolley, right? I have pocket grenades. Always ready to blow up any trolleys I come across. (laughs) What about the innocent trolleys? They're going to, you know, yeah. Oh, wait, no, you're right, though, actually, because it's really not a question of you're it's how to stop the trolley. You're well, hang on. Okay, instead I'm, of I'm hanging instead of uh, like, oh, you know, this is a, a moral dilemma between, you know, it's up to you. You have to pick. But really, the moral dilemma comes from whoever set up the trolley problem. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, who, what, who tied them up? Whatever your decision, whatever you make, it's not ultimately falling on your hands because you're just in the wrong place yeah, at the wrong time. Yeah, you're just trying to solve a problem somebody else caused. Right. So really... So yeah, sure. Whoever pull, pull set the up to kill the, the trolley, one guy instead of the seven. It's still not on you because whoever, whoever set, set up, up the problem is the one, yeah. the hmm. baby in the trolley. It was the, it was the baby all the along. The whole time. Your baby? Not my baby. Okay. Just gotta, keep, gotta keep you on your toes. When when your daughter... When, when your future daughter, Matilda... It's a strong name. <laughs> strong. Oh, if you have twins, Matilda and... Glenn. Uh, no. Matilda and... Uh, what was Matilda's sister's name on our skit we did? Gretchen? Yeah, Matilda and Gretchen. Yeah. There's the twins' names. <laughs> That's a very strong name, too. Matilda! Oh, my name is Gretchen. I love lifting weights. <laughs> uh, portions of that video will be available <laughs> on our Patreon. Not the whole thing. Portions of it. No, because let's be let's be brutally honest. Brutally honest. That should never have seen the light of day. <laughs> portions of it. Very small portions. Very small portions. Will be available on our Patreon, which I will set up later. For sure. For sure. What if we just keep teasing the Patreon and then it just like <laughs> it takes a year and then we finally upload it and there's like three videos. Hey, I'd subscribe. 
But that would be money going back into your pocket, right? Yeah, full circle. <laughs> it's infinite money. <laughs> it's infinite. I found an infinite money loop, Andrew. Oh, it's brilliant. It does take an infinite amount of time yeah. for it to collect. Of course, of course. But infinite money. Yeah. That's interesting. And it is funny, too, that you mentioned the trolley problem because I actually listened to a podcast either a day or two days ago that they they talked about that discussion huh. about Did the I bring up problem. the trolley problem or did you? You did, I believe. Oh. Yeah, because we're talking about being on the train, like the train tracks. Right. And then you brought up the trolley problem. Because you were like, what if we're tied down to the tracks and there's a baby <laughs> and your wife? And yeah. I was like... And then I wife, just realized we needed to blow up the baby in the trolley. Well, oh, that's, that's, that <laughs> oh, would have been the argument. A, oh, but there's a baby in the it's trolley. It's like, you want to stop the trolley, but you can't because there's a baby. Oh, okay. Blow up the baby. But, but the baby's done no wrong so far. Um, would you kill baby Hitler? But that's, listen. There's a trolley problem. Listen. Would you? Okay, let's not even okay. say that you would have to do it. You have a button in front of you. I have a button. You have a button in front of you. Okay. If you press this button, somehow there's a magical accident that happens to baby Hitler. (laughs) A magical accident. And he just kind of stops breathing. Okay. Would you do it? Hmm? He hadn't done anything wrong. He hadn't. So this is baby Hitler on the trolley. What do you do? Well, it's it's the year is 1910 or something. You know, no okay. way. He was born in '89. I don't but, know why I know that. April sixteenth. But hear me out. I'm gonna double check my math. That's fine, because this this is where time travel things become like really tricky. Okay, because there's the argument of like, okay, <sighs> April twentieth, eighteen eighty nine. I was four okay. days off. Okay, because there's the argument right of okay, you get sent back in time. And you kill baby Hitler. Yeah. Baby Hitler never exists, so you never get sent back in time, so you never kill baby Hitler. There's that one problem with the time loop. But if I'm literally pressing a button and I'm not going back in time, yeah, I don't know if that loop still happens. Because I just end up pressing the button, and then I have no memory of why I pressed the button. Well, so... Would they have designed you, the button you, for me to kill baby Hitler? Because they don't know he bring exists. bring up a good point about the whole would you even be able to still hit a button if Hitler had never existed for you to hit the button with? Exactly. Hitler was such a an influential person in history, if you will, that uh, the butterfly effect of his existence yeah. is bigger than we could possibly track down. Oh, yeah, 100%. So just... It's hard to know what the world would look like with no World War II. Oh, yeah. It would be it, dramatically different. It, we might not even exist. Like, people would have met different people, married different yeah. people. Like, there could be 50% of the population different people because people yeah, marry different, different people. Different people so, groups, different everything. It's really interesting. If Hitler wouldn't have existed, what the world looked like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that there's somebody... Let me let me pose this question to you. Pose it to me, boy. Okay. Do you think there's somebody out there that only knew about Hitler from his paintings? Didn't was never never was educated on the fact that he was this dictator that did all these terrible things. And he only knew about him as the painter. 
how do you think his worldview would be just dramatically changed when he found out that he had done all these atrocities? I feel like that person couldn't exist once Hitler had done the things, but somebody who knew Hitler before and passed away, mm-hmm. if they could like look down and see what he would become later, I think, yeah, because pretty much the whole world knew who Hitler was. Sure. Yeah. 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 Once, like was, in a real time sense, yeah. like during during the war and during everything that. Yeah. Happened. Well, let's say he had some sort of art teacher back sure. in the day before he became. Sure. And how guilty does that art teacher feel seeing that? <sighs> oh, you failed. You don't get another shot at art college. What's that? Hit what, the road. what is art college called? Ah, uh, well, I think it's just college that has art class. So you go there for art. Is it basically finger painting for adults? Be honest with me. Go ahead. Listen. <laughs> no, I... Well, Andrew. There, I mean, there's glass blowing. there's sculpting. There's all kinds of things you could technically learn. It's just you and me. <laughs> <laughs> I... Huh. Would Hitler have enjoyed sculpting, finger painting, or the classical traditional painting more? That's another... That's I, another conversation I, for another day. Another day. Another day? Another day. <laughs> because I feel like this well is just about dry. <laughs> oh, I think I know the answer. What, what do you think the answer is? I think Hitler would enjoy sculpting more than painting. Yeah? Because of the way he sculpted his empire. Oh, so he... That could have been his creative so, outlet. So, yeah. The whole World War II, that was Hitler trying to sculpt the world. Because he had uh, like a power issue, mm-hmm. so that was him. If he'd been able to, are we diagnosing healthily, Hitler right now? I think accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. If he'd been able to healthily express himself, yeah, because he wasn't no Bob Ross with happy little accidents. He was no. like happy little explosions. Which they're coming out with a movie. I very, did, but it's very loosely based on Bob Ross. It's not. Have you supposed heard? to be Bob Ross, Andrew? Hmm. Have you heard the? the rumors and theories about bob ross yes about how some about how he has killed some people and put them in forests and then painted those those same forests in order to have clues to where the bodies are hidden have you heard those i have actually yeah okay i don't believe them i think that it's just slander it's lies it's slander and the person who told me about this you know who you are i don't i don't believe is this somebody with red hair no. Okay. Then my guess is gone. Because <laughs> I know of at least two people that you know that have red hair. Me and somebody else. Is, are they a woman? No, man. A man with red hair? Yeah. That's not you? Yeah. That's, you, I college? Don't... Oh, he thinks that? No, no, no. That was my guess for who it was. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like. Because I was like, oh, does he have He's talking about hair? Josh, right? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. I'm like... Because I would have been like, was like, he the one who told you? I don't even remember Josh telling me that. No, That's crazy no. that you would remember it. <laughs> I was actually... <laughs> it was actually just me pretending to be Josh. Oh, no. <laughs> because, you know, everyone with red hair looks the same. It's true. That is a lie. That's a bold-faced lie, actually. I know, actually. that's never a truer statement has been said. I'm going to I'm gonna lay down <laughs> You're just some, like, I'm going to end the podcast right I'm gonna, here, buddy. I got to go beat somebody up. I'm going to, I'm just going to say this okay. as kindly and respectfully as possible. If you have red hair, you're either 
conventionally attractive. Conventionally attractive. So like you're attractive. Like people. Thank you. You're like eight. eight. <laughs> Most people look at you and be like, hey, you know, eight to ten. You know, whatever, eight to ten. Or you're uglier than sin. <laughs> so oh, no. we're talking one, twos, maybe threes if you're lucky. But not a lot of people ride no, no, <laughs> that no four, center fives ground. and sixes? Yeah. I mean, as you, like the older you get being uglier. It's like a reverse bell curve. <laughs> If you're like one or two or three, as you get older, you can kind of start to trend upward just because as you get older, sometimes people age out Andrew, of their Andrew, we're getting older. <laughs> we are. That's a good That's a good topic. That's a good topic, actually. Um, but then if you're like attractive as your youth, as your red hair, eventually you might begin to dip, mm-hmm. but then you get like white hair and then oh. you can either trend up or down. So I don't really know where I lay. We I, should we should uh, <laughs> do a redhead tier list sometime. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Number one, me. S tier, goaded, <laughs> league of his own. <laughs> he, he, he one does, of a kind <laughs> deserves a new tier list. Something be it is triple triple S triple triple S ultra so. goaded. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Anyways, with that, um, I think now it's time for our segment, Oops, I Married a Toaster. Um, for those of you who are not familiar, if you happen to just jump in on this episode, we are feeding prompts to Chat GPT, who is an AI model that will take our prompts and write something beautiful. So um, we're going to generate the setting and see what it tells us. Life with you is like a roller coaster. Oops, I married a toaster. Kevin Laird was getting ready for another day with his wife, the literal toaster. As he prepared himself, he couldn't help but wonder how they were going to go shopping together. He knew he couldn't just walk into a store with his wife in tow without raising a few eyebrows. But as he looked at his wife, he couldn't help but smile at how happy she looked even though she was just a kitchen appliance. (laughs) After a few minutes, they were ready to head out. As Kevin picked up his wife, he felt a strange sensation in his arms. He couldn't help but notice that she felt heavier than usual. Oh. But as he looked down, he realized he accidentally picked up a regular toaster instead of his wife. (laughs) (laughs) He quickly put it down and picked up his real wife, who seemed to be giggling at the (laughs) mix-up. As they walked towards the store, they noticed that people were staring at them. Kevin tried his best to ignore them, but it was hard to do. He could hear whispers and giggles coming from every direction. He knew he had to be strong for his wife's sake. Finally, they arrived at the store. Kevin had a plan. He would pretend to be shopping for a regular toaster while his wife would hide inside his bag. It seemed like a foolproof plan, but as soon as they entered the store, things started to go wrong. Uh Uh-oh. And now, do you want to pick up and read the dialogue? (laughs) I like you reading. Okay. Excuse me, sir. Can I help you find something? Asked the sales assistant. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for a toaster, replied Kevin nervously. (laughs) The sales assistant led him to the toaster section. And Kevin pretended to browse the different models on display. But as he picked up one toaster after another, he realized that he couldn't remember which one was his wife. They all looked the same to him. Oh, no. 
Is there something specific you're looking for, sir? Asked the sales assistant. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just browsing, replied Kevin, trying to buy some time. But just as he was about to give up, something unexpected happened. A little girl walked up to him and asked him if he was looking for a toaster. Yes, I am, replied Kevin. My mom says we should get the one that's on sale. It's the best one, says the little girl, pointing to a particular model. Kevin looked at the model and realized it was the same one he had at home. He thanked the little girl and quickly grabbed the toaster, pretending that it was just a regular purchase. As he walked towards the checkout, he felt a strange sensation in his bag. He knew that his wife was in there, waiting for him. He couldn't wait to get home and tell her about their shopping adventure. As they left the store, Kevin couldn't help but feel relieved. He had successfully bought a toaster without anyone suspecting a thing. But as he looked at his wife, he realized that he didn't need to pretend anymore. He could be proud of who he was and who he had married, even if it was a toaster. I love you, my little toaster, said Kevin, giving his wife a gentle pat. (laughs) And as they walked back home together, Kevin knew that their quirky life was just beginning. And that concludes episode two. I, Oops. I, I have I married a toaster. So now he has three toasters, one of them being his wife? Yes. Because he picked up the one at the beginning. <laughs> he has so many toasters and now. He has a problem. This man <laughs> has a problem with toasters. Uh, and that's... Uh, it's such a dramatically different tone. On this episode of My Strange Addiction. <laughs> I own 27 toasters. What a... What a it's such a huge change in tone too it is i i didn't give it too much of a difference setting not a lot of dialogue compared to the first one but it was a pilot episode yeah so they really needed to establish the characters Mm -hmm. so maybe that's why maybe that's why this one was a little bit more you know comedic and quirky that and was... then I realized that I was picking, I held a regular toaster. <laughs> well, I was like, I realized the toaster was heavier than usual. And I was like, bro, you're saying your wife's I thought fattened? that she was gaining weight. I I'm was like, like this dude. is about to get twisty. You I know was what like, saying? Kevin, you can't say that about your wife. Even if you think it's true, that is a 100% trap. No matter what. Even if your wife is a toaster. I'm just wondering, will the other toasters eventually develop their own personalities i don't think so does kevin act as a battery that powers toasters lives well or oh we're theory crafting yeah (laughs) or is kevin's Mm. wife toaster is she some sort of magic or a soul trapped in an inanimate object that makes it alive like how did we get here and see that's the thing we can we can feed it more prompts and it can give us a reasoning. But I mean, my head canon is that the first episode established that he ordered her online accidentally. Yeah. And whoever shipped whoever shipped the toaster must be cranking out these toasters that can talk and have feelings. So it could be just a totally scientific thing. Witch. Or it could be it's a witch. Or it could be magical and based, you know? It could just Anyways. be a toaster run on AI. It could be. Hmm? <sighs> Anyways, but that does have to wrap up our that, episode. Yeah, that should do um, it. <laughs> should do it. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Man. I mean, we got to continue the story, episode two. Um, we 
I don't really remember a whole lot of what we talked about, but I know we talked about coffee. And Hitler. And Hitler. (laughs) Somehow. Two things that go great together. Am I right or am I right? Yeah. I did. I also, coincidentally, in another podcast, they mentioned that if you talk on any, like on any internet form long enough, Mm -hmm. eventually Hitler gets brought up. So it's probably a good thing that we got that knocked out of the way now. But anyways, um, thank you for... Riding along on this trolley of ours that we uh, like little... to call a podcast. Um, that thank you for listening. Thank you for hopefully liking and subscribing. Please feel free to share with as many friends that you have, or family, or enemies. But as always, thank you so much, and we will see you next time. Bye.